Hello, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. And we're, and we're the, the Fashion, fashion geeks. geeks. Trying to make New York. And the world. Well, New York is the world. A little flyer, one outfit. And podcast. At a time. Welcome to another episode. I'm Reg Ferguson, creative New York fashion geek, a.k.a. geek number one. And to my side, ride or die, geek number two. Hi, number two. Tiffany Minnetel Schreiber here. <laughs> Ready to go. That's good. That's important, Tiff. Tiff? Yes. <laughs> We're doing a daytime recording again. That's why I'm kind of stumbling a little, because it's, uh, it's a daytime, you not seem, nighttime. <laughs> but you seem pumped up. I am. Why is that? Lots of coffee. You clear or caffeinated? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not all chill like I am when we do our little evening recordings <laughs> with a little beverage or it's two. All, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all good, though. It is. It's a beautiful, sunny Saturday afternoon. It is. Here in at lovely the New York City. Yep, yep. And, uh, and we're here. We're connecting again. Yes, we are. How was your, uh, how was your week? How was your weeks, I guess it's been? Week has been fine. Weeks have been fine. Tolerating the uh, changing weather from snow to ice to monsoon to balmy, almost 60 degrees to now back to 32 degrees. I'm really fine with the weather. It's like a roller coaster ride living here, I tell you. I don't give it a lot of thought. Okay. I wake up. I see the number. I dress appropriately. Because you have a uh, you have a closet the size of a, of a normal studio apartment. Ha, ha, ha. The biggest closet I've ever seen, and I have a lot of girlfriends with big closets. <laughs> but this man is ridiculous. Oh, you're playing me out on the air. So yeah, you have I, something to wear for every degree, every de- temperature. You are fashionably styling every single time. Thank you. I do have a wardrobe. Ladies and gentlemen, you become my client. We will develop yours. We will build it. We'll strengthen it. I am not going to be ashamed of having a wardrobe. Don't. Don't, but I just have to let the peoples know that you are qualified for what you do. <laughs> Highly qualified. Yes. When people see my closets, they just look at me and growl. So what, uh, what Reg does is a, a fashion and stylist, uh, styling consultant. He is the fashion geek of New York Fashion Geek. He will, uh, at your request, uh, help Hook you. Hook you up. Yeah, by... by Going through the closets. Closet inventory. Yes. Yours may not be as big as mine, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't go through it. That's correct. And sometimes it can be a fast go through. And sometimes if it's a closet like yours, it can take a little time. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, what, what's going on here? But I'm proud of my closets. But that's that's an amazing step towards getting uh, pinpointing your personal style and fashion. And, and I think the everyday man, uh, at least the ones I see on the street, uh, always can use a little help with you and that's not all you do though you also do some shopping don't you oh absolutely i accompany my clients and we purchase items to create their look every once in a while if something if i get some information on the fly i've been known to send send them out on their own but i Mm -hmm. think the accompaniment is the most important thing and that's what i prefer i think the client prefers that too and you have your your finger on the pulse of uh of, of some exclusive sales some some uh sample pop-ups here and there and uh that always helps because you can get some really good stuff at some really good prices i certainly try to keep my ear on the street there's an old new york city expression ladies and gentlemen never pay retail i'm not against paying retail but if we can get it wholesale. There you go. 
or somewhere in between. Or on sale, speaking of. Yes. Lord and Taylor. Wow. L&T. in peace. End of an era. Unbelievable. My cousin used to work for them. Big shout out to Ernest Rogers. That was his first gig, essentially coming out of school. Wow. Lord and Taylor, one of the, uh, well, the very first uh, clothing retailer on Fifth Avenue, 650,000 square feet of business, uh, went out of business, closed its doors on January 2nd, 2019, with a going out of business sale that started in October. By the time January 2nd rolled around, you had... Uh, empty display cases. You had. They were selling displays. They were selling displays. They were the light fixtures. Right, fixtures. Right, thank you. That were, when it first opened, they were gas, the gas light fixtures that were oh. converted to electricity. That's how old they They're over a Man. century on Fifth Avenue, out of business. Beautiful windows. Yep. The business called WeWork is taking over the bu- the building. Yes, I'm familiar with WeWork. <laughs> yep, and I think we, WeWork is a brilliant it's a brilliant uh, concept. It's shared workspaces, but it's such an iconic building and such an iconic uh, department store. Lord and Taylor, I remember shopping in there. Love the windows. Love the windows for Christmas. I oh would, yeah. I wouldn't claim to be a serious patron of the spot. Last time I was there was a few years ago. Because my sister-in-law gave me a gift card. It was very nice, Loretta. Thank you so much. Big shout out. And I bought some badass Calvin Klein slicky slick sneakers. Slicky slick. Smoothie smooth. <laughs> I was there. Slip on joints. High I, was, tops. I was there a couple of years ago, too. I actually had a friend who used to work there. She was uh, she was either a buyer or she was in that department of Lord & Taylor. And uh and the sales are ridiculous that, that, that they had. Every, I mean, they had literal clearing out sales of some really nice stuff. I bought. I've always been told that. I bought a bunch of shoes. That's what I was like, what? I hit it, I hit it big on the shoes. Mm. I'm talking 75% off, <sighs> right? Very nice stuff. That's so nice. it was very sad. I unfortunately did not get there for the going out of business sale, but that's... Nor did I. I was aware of it, but... I don't know. It kind of made me like... No need. I, it made me feel like a vulture preying on the dead, in a way. I don't what? I know. I had an emotional no, that's response. No, that's an opportunity. I know. Can you believe that? I had such an emotional response. I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad for them. I don't want to go feed the bits and bits and bits. Uh, what? Every little bit counts. I mean, I, I just... I didn't have any clients that made worthy of a trip there. I didn't think of going for myself. I have essentially everything, with the exception of our I must have it items. Mm. But I was like, just let them let them fade away yeah. from my memory. <sighs> Classic store. Yep, it's not the first one. Won't nope. be the last. Nope. Things things are changing. Bricks as, and mortar is going always. through it. Yeah. So depending. I and I. Uh, I feel bad for not going in, but I feel like I went in during its heyday, so. Understood. I got to experience it. Rest in peace, L&T. Yes. All right. Anything else we got we want to catch up on before we deep dive into uh, our first segment of our show? Well, you were talking about how you didn't want to be a vulture, but I heard you got a deal somewhere else that (laughs) wasn't closing. Well, the store's not closing. I just discovered, Reg... So I started a new job, and it's business casual, which my prior business was a dog walker. So clearly my wardrobe had to change. 
Sure. So the, I, I actually had an opportunity for the first time since I started this job back in mid-December to actually go shopping. You know, I, I've been wearing stuff. I used to have an office job many, 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 many years ago. And I always, I always buy classic pieces. So what I had worn back then still kind of worked sure. know, for, for today. But uh, I'm a... A bit, a little bit bigger than I was uh, back in the day. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So you know, I was sort of stressing the clothing and trying to be comfortable in it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I ate light lunches because there was no room for anything else. So I was like, "Come on, let's go buy some." Breathe. Come on. So I went shopping and I hit a thrift store because uh, I always like to do thrift you stores. You love first. to thrift. I, I, you, it's amazing what you find. <laughs> Like one thrift store, I found a, a Calvin Klein dress that I wore for a wedding. The tags were still on it, brand new, and I paid thirty dollars for that gown. It was Man. a gown. Wow! That's why you go to thrift stores, but and also you can find some styles that are that are very still current and cool, but. It might be a piece of clothing that was sold 20 years ago. Well, Tiff, that's just your steez. Yeah, and you get it for 5 or $10. That's, that's Come what on. You, that's what you do. You've been doing this ever since you were growing up. I, and I am so attractive, attracted to uh, finding the deal. and find, You said earlier that, you know, why pay retail? Exactly. Because you can... I don't know. For me, it's like a competition. Let's go see what I can find today. It's like a, it's like a treasure hunt. <laughs> That's how I approach shopping. Let me see what sales I can find today. You did watch Confessions of a Shopaholic. Didn't I you? didn't finish it, but yeah, I was watching it on a flight one time. And that's how I totally was thinking about that when I was shopping at this new store. It's called Foxes on Upper on Eighty Six. And apparently they have That's one. an old school name. That's like a 70s name. Yeah. Well, Foxes. They, they, have a, they have stores. Free buffet. All over. There's like 20, 25, 30 stores. I'm not familiar with this. All brand. over Queens and Brooklyn really? and New York. Foxes. Out on the island. Foxes. That used to be a club. Three back in floors, the Reg. The clearance floor is on the third. So you go, you climb the stairs to the third floor. You hit the clearance first. Then you work your way down. And guess what I found? What, Tiff? I found a Bagley Mishka shirt dress, fully lined. Right. In a uh, animal print, brownish color. Uh, nice collar, stands up a little bit. Nice point. Um, little gathering in the back to give it some sort of shape and fit. Originally priced $395. I paid 59 Oh, man. Brand new. And it looks beautiful with my my brown tall boots, and I'm thinking big chunky necklace or maybe a, a small scarf or a medallion pendant necklace because it's got a deep plunge V neck. Very nice, very you shot, chill. You scored. I look like a, I look like I'm about ready to go fly. I'm kind of sort of pan am. Oh, even though it is uh, animal print, you know I'm wow. I'm over fifty, so I can wear those. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand the rules, but thank you yeah. for breaking it down. Oh, that's the rules I create for myself. Big chunky <laughs> necklaces and animal print for the the lifestyle over 50. <laughs> keeping it real, keeping it cool, keeping it young. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's my fashion find of the week. That was hot. Right? Good for you. Didn't you have one? Come on. <sighs> Share it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I had an appointment and I was early. So I had to kill some time. Mm. 
Every once in a while, I like to kill time by going in a store. Because that's a good, warm place to kill time. Sure. Absolutely. And what store did you go in, Rich? I went to the Nordstrom Rack off of Union Square. I love that store. That was the original location. I think they have a few others now, right? There's one in Chelsea. I don't know where the others are. I don't know either. And and now we're about to have our first true Nordstrom. We have Nordstrom men now right off of Time Warner Center. Okay. And I think on that block, next block, we're going to have a true Nordstrom. Mm. But the one at Union Square is the original Nordstrom rack for us. There's also one in BK on, on Fulton. I was like, I got like 25 minutes to kill. I like to go in there. So I was browsing in men's shoes, just killing time, <laughs> looking at stuff potentially for clients, just ideas. That's all. You're always working. Yeah, I guess. And clearly I like doing it. Right. I was mindful, checking out my watch just in case. Anyway, let's just get down to it. I got a pair of whole cut brown Oxfords. $89. What? I know. I couldn't wow. believe it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I was like, I even, I just want to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't want to be late for my event, so I left. You left them there? Oh, yeah. I left. And I said, oh. if they're there when I come back. It was meant to be. <laughs> I do the same thing. So silly. I do the same thing, Reg, but you have to think about it. You had 25 minutes. You were drawn. The universe I was just killing time. Oh, I was just killing time. Yeah, you're meant to have those. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to rationalize this purchase, which clearly was an incredible deal. I have a pair of Captoe Brown Oxfords. Not going to mention the brand. But uh, the quality to me wasn't what I originally thought it was. And I've I've bought shoes by this brand before. I felt like this pair was a bad batch. Mm. I had to get, there was a split on the side of the cap toe where the perforation was. Oh. And I don't think that was really from wear and tear. I just think it was from poor craftsmanship. I had to get it repaired at Leather Spa. Big shout out to Leather Spa. That's awesome that you can do that, that you take the shoe in and take it in. And it's like getting a brand new pair of shoes when you get it back. Yeah, but I've always felt a slight pinch. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to give these to the Bowery Mission. Oh, nice, Reg. And I want to get this major score. It's going to take me some time. Work them in. I already got the taps. Taps on the toes. Taps on the heels. Gentlemen, you want to have a shoe forever? That's how you do it. Absolutely. Because if you don't. Taps. Yeah. Ounce of prevention. Because if you don't, you're going to replace a heel. You know how expensive it is to replace a heel? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It gets expensive. I've replaced my boot heel three times. Replace a tap. Pennies, essentially. My guy in my neighborhood, taps on the back, $3. Very nice. I'm grandfathered in price-wise. Oh, okay. There we go. I have to put that out there. Oh. Reg Loyalty. Sent me. Reg sent me. Okay, that'll be $10. He sent three. <laughs> so the plan is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to transition. I'm going to break these in slowly and then eventually ship out the others. And that brand, well, I'm not going to sell under the table. Well, don't because you said no, you, you no, like no, the other no, stuff. No, I do. Got. I do. But to be honest, don't think I'm going to buy from them anymore. Oh, Reg, give them another chance. It's just one pair of shoes. All right, fine. <laughs>
Yeah. Don't eat. Don't throw. Yeah. Sometimes things happen with the machinery and or or even maybe the hand stitcher, the hand cutter, or any anybody working with any of the materials had a bad day. Mm. Nobody's perfect. The Nothing beauty of perfect. New York, y'all. A lot of competition here. That's true. You have to you have to bring your A game in whatever you do. That's there for you sure. go. All right. Speaking of A game, we got a fashion hero section yes. coming up. Fashion. And these guys, they're bringing their A-game again. Absolutely. And the, the operative word there is again. Yep. All right, Reg. We're entering in the Fashion Heroes segment. Who is our Fashion Hero for today? Cross Colors. What? Ah, I got my producer smiling and nodding. Look at that. Yes, y'all. Going back in time. Clothing without prejudice since 1989. Yes. We just made it rhyme. Did you get that? That was slick. <laughs> when we did the episode with Swatch, it got me to thinking about back in the day again. Right. And when you look back in the past, it can easily get you to thinking wistfully, romantically. I could do all that, yet still think accurately. And I'm about to do that right now, talking about cross colors. All right. Do we have a sound effect of taking us back in time? No. I think you were the sound effect. Okay. As a little kid in the 90s, there was a strong wave of Afrocentricity in the air. In our music and in our gear. And cross colors reflected that. It was a black-owned label run by two brothers. I believe one was from Compton. I would see their ads in the source and just be mesmerized. I love their motto, Clothing Without Prejudice. It struck me really hard. I loved it. And their colors were striking. The label was cool. I respected it. And I think that's important when you're a young consumer. Yeah. I mean, is this a label that you can rep? And the color, just to mention, they're primary colors. So they pop. I mean, they're saturated green, saturated yellows, saturated blue. Very pop. I mean, boom in your face colors. Right. And particularly spring, summer, particularly summertime in New York and that label and that, and that steez, I was just like, wow. Because most people in New York back in the day and today, they stick with the grays and the blues and the browns and the black. And then you have this color. The landscape changed. Absolutely. It, 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 it hit. So you, when you think about these brands, you're like, what do they stand for? What are their practices? And also, well, I think that was just the era, you know, of Af- Afrocentricity. Yeah. I mean, that's where my mind was. Well, that's what I was going to say to you. Before Cross Colors, were the brands thinking of what of their message? I mean... Brands, any brand to be successful has a message. We're talking about something that was overtly political. Yes. Through race. So, do you have brands like that all the time? No. No. And that's what struck me. And I want to be extremely clear to the listening audience. I'm a native New Yorker, and that was a West Coast brand. And that East Coast, West Coast, I was certainly a part of that. So I was kind of like, eh, I was ambivalent. But I was also struck, and I was like, I was interested. I was intrigued. Right. Because it took me a long time to really give the West Coast respect, just from a rap perspective, much less anything else. And clearly, I, I turned around eventually, but... So that was, it was odd, it was weird, but I was, as usual, even back then, keeping magazines in business, and I loved the source. First, I used to buy it, then I subscribed to it. 
this is the back in the day source before the beef and the guns and all that stuff. So big shout out to Stephanie Jackson, who used to work at the source, and who gave me a free copy of Jodeci's Diary of a Madman <laughs> that I played literally every day. Thank you, Ernie, my cousin, for being so patient. I play that every day. Oh, my God. Because I freaking love Jodeci. That's funny. But, again, I think what we're talking about, I think it's more important now than ever before in terms of brand and communication and culture. I agree. And I just talking back and referring to an episode we did prior, we had a young man who's, you know, with a brand that also has a message starting in the game. And I think it's a wonderful direction that fashion is, is going in, is being conscientious about what what their business and their brand says. Well, we're being very specific, right? Because there are a lot of brands that are not conscientious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These new upcoming brands being that way is, is a great way. It's a great direction for fashion this day because you, ha- you, you got to be socially conscious. You got to be... You got to, you got to, if you're going to say something, you got to know what you're saying. But allegedly some of these brands are saying things unintended. Like we already know the beef with D&G and China. Yep. I mean, let's not forget the stuff with H&M and black folks. So, I mean, these mistakes, they're tied and I'm tired of hearing them. Well, they're getting educated. These, uh, these big old brands that are kind of trying to, you know, remain relevant they're being educated. Well, kind of like Swatch, cross-colors use of print and TV media through videos was significant. I mean, I'm seeing Snoop and Dre in the gear. I'm seeing Pac. I was going to say I'm seeing, Pac. Yeah, I'm seeing TLC. I'm seeing the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, my lo- favorite TV show back then. <laughs> oh, Here's a little show. story. Love that show. I loved it. I could tell. In Living Color. Which Bruno Mars actually bit for yeah. his video with Cardi B and the cross colors. So that was that was great. You know, again, what's old is what's new again. Right. We were bagging and sagging back then, y'all. <laughs> the, the biggest clothes straight, ever made. Hey, straight, straight up. Unbelievable. I mean, we talked about that with my fashion hero AI. But, yes. I mean, they were doing tops, t-shirts, jeans, jackets, hats, caps. Room for two, please. Their focus were kids. <laughs> But then they launched the cra- uh, the classic line, pardon me, y'all, the, the classic line for adults. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, I, I loved it. Again, in the source, Magic Johnson. And I was just like, what? It felt really good being a black kid rocking a black label. Nice. Because outside of that previous episode we had with that kid, Taye, it just doesn't happen enough. No. It's starting to happen more, and I think that's great. It's so full of pride it's awesome i love the message across colors they were against gang violence they were in la so the blood bloods and crips thing Mm. was real yeah i remember not understanding that at all until i went to nyu i didn't understand until i moved to la in 2000 okay well when i went to the u as i affectionately called i went to stern i used to rock this black leather jacket and I looped a red bandana around one of the the sleeves. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. It was on the left. And this upperclassman 
her name, I believe her name was April Bowie or April Scott. She was from L.A. And she said, if I wore that back where she was from, I would get myself killed. Mm-hmm. And I remember I looked at her like she was absolutely crazy, particularly a snotty, entitled native New Yorker of myself. And little did I know how real that statement was. They really seemed to be the first wave of African-American-owned urban streetwear. Meaning meaning CC. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at that era, it was them, Walker Ware, Carl Kanai, Maurice Malone. Got to talk about Maurice Malone one day because I have total man crush on Maurice Malone. Uh, I mean, they were rocking for like four or five years, meaning cross colors, and then poof. Gone. They were gone. Yeah. But their impact should never be forgotten. Long live cross colors. Educate to elevate. Absolutely. I I can't add to that. Educate (laughs) to elevate. I'm so glad. That's what I wanted you to say. I wanted one of us to say that because that was the basis of their brand, which was, I love it. I love the message. Their story is amazing. Um, they started off uh, as a company doing surf beach wear. Yeah, isn't that strange? T-shirts. Yeah, it was to me. Yeah, that's as what a that, kid. that's what they like this the beach wear and the surf wear. And I'm from Cocoa Beach, Florida, so I absolutely understand that that niche of uh, of fashion and design. But um, I have in my research just one thing: Cross Colors is one of the first companies to make urban gear fashionable. We have to we have to put that out there. Uh, and they're coming back, Reg. I know. They're coming back. I can't believe it. Went to their uh their website. Tupac is right on the f- the, the uh, front. Right on the front. My man Pac. I I don't know what they call it, the way the moving images move across the top of the screen, but yeah. Yeah, slotcha. He's one of the oh. <laughs> Clearly my coffee is wearing off. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we uh, we covered cross colors because we were supposed to do it a while back, and we right. we, we preempted it for a, a guest. And, uh, and and don't forget, they also are doing a collab with Pyre Moss. Oh yes, you have yeah. to say that. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to to talk about, you know, we we know we talk about them as a throw throwback fashion icon that's coming back in the game. Right. So I guess my question is, how are they? Uh, what is what is their influence uh, back in the day and today on the fashion for the everyday man? Let's let's loop that back in. Yeah, sure. Because I want to be clear, everything I talk about is through the lens of being African-American and being a native New Yorker. But it is not unique to that. So meaning, if we're talking about gear, gear holds no color. Gear holds no race. Only thing you need to worry about is your size. <laughs> can, can you fit the item or not? Yeah, so, that's kind of important. Right, exactly. So absolutely, for the everyday man, it makes a whole lot of sense, whether it's back then or their revitalization now, because I am a suit and tie guy. Ladies yes, and gentlemen, you are. it is the weekend, and I have a sport jacket on. With a, with a turtleneck. With a turtleneck. Looking very studious, very nice. <laughs> I thought I was fly. Your Harris Tweed jacket, might I add. This is my Harris Tweed, y'all. You got to say it. 
Oh my god. Complete gosh. with a pocket square. It is, yes. And yeah, that's his casual. He's wearing a jacket what? with a pocket square. Yes. I'm wearing uh something extremely casual. I'm just chilling in my hoodie. But let's let's get to before before we get back to the point, I do wanna shout out though, the pocket square is my late grandpa's. <laughs> So, Aww. yeah, grandpa so, in the yeah. house. Yeah. I like it when you bring him along to the podcast recordings. <laughs> yeah, I've just, you know, I'm still going through literally uh, the transition with all these items and materials. Right. And... Bringing Oof. old, what? Bringing old, making it new. Yeah, yeah. Pocket square. I I don't wear this Harris tweed jacket a lot, and I was like, I want to, I want to kit it with a pocket square and. One of the few things of my grandfather that I was able to uh, to uh, obtain were a bunch of pocket squares. So I'm never buying a pocket square again. <laughs> I'm really I'm really happy that I could use my grandpa. Yours all yes all set now. That's but, amazing. But to answer your question specifically, not every customer is going to be suit and tie fly or sport jacket on the weekend. So if we're talking about casual, yes. If we're talking about more leisurely, cross colors fits in perfectly. And particularly if you're curious and interested in having a pop of color, right? In maybe a wardrobe that generally is monochromatic. Particularly to your point living here in New York, the official color still is black, no pun intended. So why not? Why not utilize some of that stuff? And if you're an 80s or 90s baby, come on. You got to go come back. Come on. Just a little bit. Yeah. I may find my HBIS, uh, HSB. Oh, my God. That was terrible. That's totally going to be deleted. I'm literally going to ask the producer to delete that. Uh, my 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 black college hoodie. I'm totally, totally drawing a blank. We're going to clear all that up. I'm totally drawing a blank on the acronym. Uh, I was about to say... HBCU, thank you. Whew, that was laborious. Search for the rescue. Yeah, I know. I think See my black. I, I, think my, I think my black card's going to get revoked. But <laughs> it's all right. I Rich. may pull out. Ah, uh, you're not perfect. I may pull out my Norfolk State. So uh, yeah, no, all it's right. totally it's totally appropriate. And that's important for us to tell our listeners is that you don't have to be just a suit and tie guy to 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 need consultation from uh, Fashion Geek Number One, Reg. Uh, if you're casual all the way, all the day, uh, Reg can absolutely be uh, of service to you as well. Oh, yeah, I always want to be clear to to a current customer, potential customer. The goal is not to be me. This took years to build. Whatever you want, whatever you aspire to, we're going to hook you up. All right. That's awesome. Cross colors in the house, y'all. Whee! Back. I wish I knew the song. Pulling out my HBCU hoodie. Okay, there you go. Boom. Got it right. <laughs> I know. I don't want I don't want to take my card. And you mentioned your your grandfather uh before. So let's move yes. on into the next segment that we have. Oh man, stumbled right into that segue. Uh, yeah, you did. I must have it. I must, I have, must it. have it. Have it. Reg. Yes. What must you have today? A pocket watch chain with a fob for my grandpa's pocket watch. Wow. Yeah. Now, I know you were looking for that some months ago. I guess you haven't found one yet. No, I did. And then I kind of zoned. I found something on Etsy that I liked. But 
I want to be I want to be really clear. I think in order to really do this properly, I need a three piece suit. Hmm. So, so your must I must have it is probably not necessarily the chain with a fob. It might be a three piece suit. Well, do you have one? I should not anymore. Okay. I only have two pieces. But with this material I got from my English Connect. Oh, it would look so awesome. Three Very. pieces, three piece will probably be back in my future. But the point is, yeah, I kind of zoned. I don't want to say I flaked. I was looking at I was looking at chains. I found some nice stuff on Etsy. I totally recommend Etsy, y'all. I haven't explored Etsy. There's a, there's a rabbit hole, too. I yeah. mean, not in a bad way. But, yeah, you can really find some very interesting I went there things. when I was getting married and I needed a hair a hair piece thing. And I, you know, I briefly looked at it. And that's it. But uh, it seemed like, oh, this is a lot of cool, crafty stuff here. It's some art, art, very artistic people there. Totally is. And Etsy, big shout out. BK. That's where they're headquartered. Are they? Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. It's a Brooklyn-based company. Etsy in the five boroughs. Yeah, they're in Dumbo. Didn't know that. Well, Reg, <laughs> you asked for it, and I found it. I found four pages what? of pocket watch chains with fob. Oh, no. For you. Oh, Tiff, that's so nice. Something just as, oh, and talk about, this is just the first search I did. <laughs> so this will get you started. Oh, thank you. Many different styles. Just has depends on what your pocket watch looks like. Well, I want to really be clear, ladies and gentlemen. The difficulty for me is, and I think that's why I didn't pull the trigger. I found two on Etsy. I think what's difficult for me is I really want it to match. Mm. And unless you're actually at a store in which, to me, where am I going to, if any place I could do it, is here in New York. But where can I find a store to get one? So that's why I felt online. Right. But you surprised me. I want to surprise you. <gasps> I never, I, I don't like bringing it out a lot, but. There it is. Yeah, here it is. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, my grandpa had mad style and I know he acquired it. So this is really like an heirloom. That's why I've always been nervous. I used to rock it in junior high school and really? high school. Yeah, yeah. I'd bring it out. And then he gave it to me, I think, in college, after college. I'm glad I did. I'm glad I got it because, you know, with the recent passing of my mom, my grandpa's stuff was essentially obliterated. My grandma's stuff, I saw everything. So I'm so glad. You had that. There, there were a few things that I kind of did a power move. And I was like, Grandpa, you don't want that. You want to give it to me. And he was <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. And I'm glad I did that. Salesman did from that a young this. age. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You, but this, it's a, ladies and gentlemen, it's a gold-filled Elgin pocket watch. Elgin. Very pretty. Hopefully you can hear that TikTok. <laughs> Producer search gave me the thumbs up. And it's, I mean, it's pristine. So I've got to clean this, this front again. It should be like the way it is in the back. Um, I can do that. But... Yeah, I'd like to. I think I'd like to. I think that would look very nice with that suit fabric. If you, I love the idea of getting a three-piece suit uh, made by a tailor, custom made for you, and then 
accessorizing with that lovely pocket watch with a new chain and fob, which we're going to find for you. And listeners, if any of you guys know of a place that Reg can walk into in the five boroughs or even out on Long Island or, you know, maybe in New Jersey and the surrounding states, let us know. Uh, send us an email or uh, hit us up on Instagram at um, New York Fashion Geek. There we go. Or email us at, at podcast at New York. NYFashionGeek.com. I'm sorry, NYFashionGeek.com. Just let us know because Reg must have it. And this is a true must-have-it item. It's not like a, it's not like an item that you dream of having that's kind of, you know, maybe out of your reach or whatever. This isn't, you need this. It's not an <laughs> I have it. It's an I need it item, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all y'all can hear me. I mean, I'm cheesing because it's it's my grandpa. Big old smile. <laughs> His voice changes when he smiles. And I mean, I love. I can't wait to really look at this because th- this round of search and you printing it out. First, uh, that's really touching uh, mm-hmm. because you know, to me, when you're doing this, you're not really doing it for me. You're doing it for my family. It really means a lot. Aww. And um, yeah, I want to do right by my grandpa. And of course, because I'm the fashion geek, I'm like, well. Was complimented with a suit. So mm. look, look how that works. That rationalization. Well, if I get that, I have to do it with a suit. So I guess that means another suit. <laughs> and another suit. And another suit. <laughs> Reg, how many suits do you have? 18. Wow. I don't know anybody else with 18 suits, people. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of seasonality involved. Right. So I can't wear a summer suit in the winter. Nope. Can't wear a winter suit in the summer. Nope. So. Although some people do. Uh, yep, yep, yep. I mean, the gra- I think the great news is I'm all about the parka. We should talk about this at another time, but there's this cat who goes to Pityomo. He's an old school cat. He's an older cat. He's like 60-something years old. And I read his post on Insta. He wasn't wrong. And he was like, you gentlemen. He's Italian, I believe. He's like, you gentlemen who wear these duvet covers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I recognize. I understand where he's coming from. I got... A dope-ass Fall Robin police parka. I love it. And matter of fact, one of my boys, uh, Paul Buttonhoff, I remember he peeped it. Big shout-out to him. And I love it. And the thing about it is you can wear more of an all-weather suit when you have a parka like that. Yep. So do I have a top coat? Yeah, I have a top coat. I actually have two. But to be honest... It's the weekend. But it's not even about that's the freaking weekend. I'm rocking that during the week. It's not a problem. To me, ladies and gentlemen, everything you wear is about where are you going. And if I had a highfalutin event, I wouldn't rock the parka. No. I'd put on the top coat. Right. But I don't have those opportunities every day. So the parka's just fine. Because the and most have important thing parkers. is being warm and dry. And I'd be warm with the top coat. I mean, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But I, I respect his steez. And he's fly. He's an old cat, too. He's like 67 years old. See him a lot on the Insta there at Pity. But, oh, you know, in Florence. But I'm rocking the duvet cover. <laughs> It's fine. I think that's so funny because yeah, I told no, I, I recognize that. I, I was totally, like, I get it brings you. up the I visual. I get you, old time. I yeah. get you. And yeah, and it's. it's I want to make it clear because one day we're gonna we need to talk about Pityomo. Uh, oh, big shout out to my boy Jay Good, Jared Gooding. He has very strong opinions about it. I can't get him on this mic, and that's fine. But the point is, there will come a day 
in which I or you and I will be invited to go. That's the only way I'm going. Okay. To do some biz. Right now. I ain't going just to hang out and chill. Let's make it happen. But the point is, when I go, because it's twice a year, every six months, that winter one, that Parker's coming with me. You're going to make a statement. Hell yeah. And, and I'm going to be like, if you want to see what's fly, see me inside, and I take off this coat. Right. My duvet cover. <laughs> it's such a great visual. Because he's right. It, that's exactly what it looks like. But that's okay. it's, it's, uh, you, it's Parkers have come. Parkers have come a long way. And if practical. I came out with my Columbia joint, and my Columbia joint is off-white, that only comes out if it's like 20 and below. Mm. And I'm here to tell you, when I put that on, y'all, when I get on the train, I unzip and steam comes out. Right? It's old school, big puffy. I love it. You can go to Alaska with that coat. <laughs> it's amazing. And I will rock it again if I have to. But meanwhile, I'm rocking with Fall Robin. And that is it for fashion <laughs> item of the day. Yeah, yeah. I must have it. Yeah, we kind of. I mean, did. oh, that's right. Yeah, I must have it. I don't know I'm what sorry. you keep on. Yeah, yeah I, I must have it. So the producer will delete that. Yeah, right? I must have You're it. You're going to do Reg? you got to do me too. Delete that section. <laughs> so I'm like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm not perfect. And sometimes I go off in my own head when, you know, when I'm thinking about things and I mix things up. I'm a, I'm a metaphor mixer. Sometimes, okay. sometimes I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, moving on. <laughs> Fashion word of the day. That is our new section, our next session. Wow. Fashion word, Fashion word of, the day. of the day. See? Yeah, the coffee is really, it's rubbing your, yeah, clearly. Wearing off. All right, maybe, maybe, maybe I need to do this. Yeah. Do, would you would you like me to take it over, Reg? Take, take it over. What is the fashion word of the day? I was going to say, Reg, take the wheel. So, fashion word of the day, we bring a word to each other, ladies and gentlemen, to challenge our knowledge. You have to spell it. You have to define it. Use it in a sentence. Because the, I like ca- it. The caffeine is rubbing rubbing her the wrong way. I'm going to just get right to it. Good. Are you ready? Yep. Milanese buttonhole. Woo! Milanese buttonhole. Milanese. Milanese. M I L L E N E S E. Do that again. M I L L E Mila. Yeah, I tried to I tried to help you out. You're getting buzzed. M I L E. M I L I N E S E. More buzzes. Buttonhole. Yes, I know you got buttonhole. B U T T O N H O L E. Yes. You ready for the spelling? Yeah, what's the spelling? M-I-L-A-N-E-S-E. Milanese, as in Milan. Milanese. Yeah, yeah we're Americans, so we say Milanese, <clears throat> but it's probably Milanese. It's probably from Milan. because it's Well, a- it's, it's definitely from Milan. Yeah. Uh, a Milanese buttonhole. It yep. is uh, a hand-stitched buttonhole where uh, the threads are tightly side by side from the top to the bottom, and it's finished on the ends with uh, uh, double... Double backstitch, something like that. Boom. All right. I've done a couple couple of those. Look at that. <laughs> Spelling, not so good. Not so good. Definition on using a sentence. Um if you can stitch it, you can use it in a sentence. Even too. though they are very attractive. A Milanese buttonhole is a pain in the ass to do. <laughs> 
How's that sentence? That was great. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you, when I get my next suit done, oh, the spoke tight. joint, got to get that. Got to get oh, it. They look so I don't nice. want any machine stitching. No. So whoever's stepping up to me on the tailor tip, I'm talking to you, Edwing. If you are ready for this assignment, big, check out, uh, big shout out to Edwing and Sons. Yeah. I got to have someone a stitching. There'll be no... Nope. I can't wait no to singer. see it. That's going to be beautiful. And you can absolutely tell those buttonholes from a machine done buttonhole. You can absolutely exactly. tell. Exactly. And they they last. I ain't playing, y'all. Nothing. They don't come undone. They don't fray. It's very nicely done. And then I can easily put whatever adornment right there through the slot, through the hole. Very nice. There you go. Very nice, Maybe, maybe I'll put a carnation. I'm old school like that. You almost stumped me. Uh, that's a, that would be, uh, <laughs> if I hadn't have done them, I probably would not have known what they were. <laughs> But I'm well aware of those. Uh, okay, you ready for my yeah. very simple word, which yeah, you probably sure. already saw because no. I've laid my no, paper I didn't down. See it. No, no, I didn't see it. It's probably my comeuppance. I'm probably going to botch it. Uh, no, you please. This is super easy, but I, I have a reason why uh, why I, I brought this word. And the word that I'm bringing to you today is lapel. Oh, my gosh. Perfect timing. L-A-P-E-L. Lapel. Yes, Lapel. Stretch. Define lapel. You know what? I can't. I'm going to get stumped. No. I mean, I clearly I know what it is. Well, then tell me what you know what I, it but is. But I don't know how to define it, so I'm going to get buzzed. Uh, I really am. I mean, obviously, I can tell you the different types of lapels. Okay. That's easy. Well, okay. So do you want me to read the, uh, the definition, and then we can talk about the types of lapels? Sure. Okay. The folded fabric on the front of a suit jacket. I never would have come up. With that as a definition. Clearly, it, I know what it is, but I right? didn't know how to define it. It's usually notched or peak. And also, well, I'm going to add those in were my shawl. Types. Those were my types. Or should be in proportion. Uh, and this is most important. And should be in proportion width-wise to your tie. Well, let's talk about that. I wanted to bring that up. Particularly because, since I buzzed on the definition. Uh, because that's a style choice, I think. But it's also, you got to have some rules. You got to know the rules before you break them. Right? I agree. It's very interesting because we were talking about Pitiomo briefly, and we should probably dedicate a segment once uh, for that. I've hinted at that. You didn't take the hint. But anyway. I did. I said we will. Oh, we will? And I know the guests to pair. Oh, okay. Cool. So when you're looking on Insta, ladies and gentlemen, or if you're just doing a Google search, I think sometimes you're seeing lapels run amok. Interesting. I do, particularly on the DB tip, meaning double-breasted. doesn't mean it can't happen on a single. To me, what I look for with a client in terms of providing advice is I never heard about it in terms of the relationship to the width of the tie. I've never heard that, and that makes sense to me. I want to be clear. For me, it's all about your body type, your frame. Your chest. Yes. Do you have a bird chest like me or do you have a big barrel chest like someone with a big barrel chest? So, like, shout out to uh, King's Brothers on the Insta. Those are two big dudes. They're twins. Hmm. Big strapping guys. So, that's, that's, that's where it's at for me. Obviously, through epics of time, 
Is a lapel wide? Is it narrow? Sometimes you can reflect the error. I understand all that. Right. That's fine. That's all about relativity. But you need to see how you rock it. How does it look with you? And my overall point is sometimes on Insta, I'm seeing lapels so wide that I'm just like, you could just fly away. Like right. it, just, it just, I don't even think it makes sense. I think back to the zoot suit era, those big, big lapels with the peak. The, the, sure. It, I, but they were huge and I loved them. It was perfect because the pants were also baggy. It was, it was a very styling period of time. But uh, talking about the lapel, the, the, no matter how it's changed, there's always been peak or notched as far as. Or shawl. Or shawl, as far as the, 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 and the shawl is more of a collar. It's not, it's called a shawl collar because it starts in the back of the neck, you know, both pieces, and it just runs all the way down to the first button on the front of your jacket. It's one piece of fabric, one piece on both sides. So it's two pieces of fabric that are with with a center seam in the back of your neck running all the way down. Whereas when you're doing a lapel with a peak or notch, you've got four pieces of fabric because you've got the... You know, whether it's a peak or a notch, you've got your bottom lapel joining with your top collar. So that's that's the you know main difference. Um, shawl collar is normally used for evening wear. Sure. Uh, whereas your peak or notched is going to be you know your jacket or your suit for whatever you're doing everyday wear. Right. So um, and evening wear as well. And just so we are clear, the notch looks like there is a notch, like a cutout of your collar to your lapel. Whereas the peak, it, there's a, the bottom part of the lapel rises to a peak a little bit higher than the piece that comes from around the back of your neck to connect with it, the collar piece. So that's, that's a peak. And that's fancy. I'm a fancy guy. Peak collars are I don't fancy. have one on today, though. I have a no, notch. No, you have a notch. I love my notch. So there is, that is lapel. <laughs> so simple, so easy. I know, I know and I never would have got it. Yeah, I never would have got it, so I, I, I have no shame. You got me on a simple one one time, too. I was able to spell it, but I could not define it. It, it happens. All right. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Do I have to use it in a sentence, even though I botched it? I would love you to. Would you mind? No, uh, not at all. When I get this custom suit done, I'm going peak lapel. Nice. I was so hoping you were going to say that. With one button. With one button? Oh, hell yeah. And and you're going to, ha- it's going to be three piece. So you're going to have a, you're going to, it's going to be a shawl lapel vest then, right? I haven't even figured out the vest. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I guess so. But you, I, I just have You could go no lapel. Them. You could. No, I, you know, to be honest with the vest, I prefer no lapel. So just right. simple fabric in the back is going right. to be fly. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> and that's it, folks. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you had fun or are down for another one. Please tell your friends about us. Special shout goes to our producer, Search. And if you are a new listener, thanks for joining us. And we have many, many episodes, past episodes that you should absolutely check, us, check out. Uh, and if you have been with us for the entire time, bless you. Bless you. And thank you. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. You can find us on all four of those platforms. And like we said earlier, we're on Instagram, New York Fashion Geek on Instagram. And if you have an idea for fashion word of the day or uh, an I must have it item, email us. Or if you have a comment about the show or if you want to join us and be a, and be a guest, uh, uh, message us at podcast at nyfashiongeek.com. 
Yep. You can also DM us on the Insta. And if, you, if you're ready for a consultation, if you've heard enough and you know Reg is the man to help you with your everyday gear, then DM. I could do it. He is the man. I'm ready. All right. I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. See you next time. And remember, always, always be, be fly. fly.